Uh, welcome to my first episode. Um, <laughs> this has been a long time coming, and I'm so proud of myself for actually being this courageous in actually just getting this whole process started. Um, I wanted to start off by saying, you know, just just how just how intense the last few days or last week or so has been um uh we are in an incredible time at the moment for black folks and and um i'm i've been overwhelmed with the outpour of support from friends um and i'm also incredibly moved by the current by the current movement i I would be lying if I weren't if I was if I didn't say that um it hasn't been difficult on so many levels. Um I've had to challenge myself on several occasions in the past couple of weeks to really speak up and use my voice and make to make change and not just not just simple change but for to make sustainable and long-lasting change um within my own friend circles and um and my and my life as a whole i'm you know i'm i'm but it's taught me so much um where do i start uh that's the question um, now that we've gotten that out of, the, out of the way, I would like to start by, you know, going back a little bit. Um, it was a year, about a year, it's just about, about a year ago that I started having issues with anxiety and deep depression. That was a long time coming. Um, and, you know, I, through that, through that, through going through the motions of not being able to get out of bed some days and, and, and going to work and not feeling adequate enough at work and struggling with my own issues and and with with family and friends and uh, not knowing how to talk about it, going to the doctor and, you know, I decided to start to go to therapy, um, which was a hard decision. You know, after, oftentimes as black folks, we we are taught that therapy is for white people and therapy is something that white people do you know they they have time and the resources to go to therapy and i'm here to tell you that that is a lie it couldn't be further from the truth to be to be precise um my own journey in the past year of picking up the pieces of my life and putting myself back together has been phenomenal um and i'm so proud of myself um where i am today i don't think i would be where i am today had it not been for my incredible family doctor and my therapist um and i'm and i'm grateful for that um but I must say, it was a, it's a journey. It's a journey. Every day, I get up and I tackle the day. And I, as my therapist says, I do the work. I put in the work um, to make sure I'm challenging myself to better myself. Um, but to talk about therapy. Therapy, for me, you know, 
I remember my family doctor saying, I think you should start going to therapy. I think you're experiencing depression and anxiety, and I think you need to start going to therapy. I'm not going to prescribe you medication. I'm going to suggest you go to therapy. As a matter of fact, I'm going to walk you over to the therapist's office within the same building, and we're going to get you we're going to get you registered. And I went over and I got the details and I looked through the brochure and I I saw the therapist that I wanted and I'm and I'm going to I'm going to tell I'm going to tell you why I chose the therapist I chose. I chose a black therapist because I because it's a black person as a black gay man, I knew that I didn't want to speak to a white therapist. I frankly don't have the time or the emotional capability to sit and explain to someone the culture the cultural nuances of black family dynamics and black and the black community. I don't have the time to train you and teach you about the culture and the norms and the issues. When I tell you when I talk about issues around family and why things happen the way they happen, I need you to already come in and have that understanding that this is the way things happen and this is the way things go in the, in the black community. Um, but enough about that. Um, so when I chose my therapist, I was incredibly happy that it was somebody who was black, it was a black woman, and I was able to, I was able to like talk about my issues. Um, I won't lie, it was hard. Um, I remember my first, I remember my first day of therapy. I remember going in and to do the, the initial assessment and fill out the paperwork and talk with her and I, I didn't know where to start. Um, oftentimes we have these ideas of therapy as being, I'm going to sit on a couch and I'm going to just lay or lay on a couch and pour my heart out. Um, but I, I got into that room and I did not know where to begin. Do I talk about, do I talk about the issues that are happening, happening to me today? Or do I talk about the issues that have plagued me for the past couple of years? And I decided to start with and my therapist was, no, no, my therapist was actually very influential, very inspirational in that moment. She said to me, let's talk. What's on there? What, what's, what's, the, what's the thing that's bothering you, that has bothered you for the past week or so? And I began to talk about that. And by the end of our conversation, we had touched base. We had talked about so much of my life. Um... And it was a, and it was an hour, it was an hour session, and I never looked back. I've been going to therapy the first couple of months. I went once a once every once a week for the first month, and then I go now. I go once every two weeks. Um, it's the first thing I do on payday after I get paid. Um, uh, it's one of the things that I do to make sure I'm supporting my mental health. Um, and I'm so incredibly proud of myself and the work that I've done. Um, but, to that end, I have, but to that end, I have to talk about a couple of things um, that were hard for me in therapy. Um, one of the things that was hard was doing the actual homework, or as my therapist calls it, the work. Um, it was difficult for me to do the homework. Um challenging myself to change the patterns of behavior that I've become, that I've grown so accustomed to, um, and 
I'm still learning. I'm still on that journey and I'm still learning so much about myself and so much about what triggers me and so much about how to navigate those things. I remember while going to therapy, I was uh, I had a friend, I was in a friendship that wasn't serving me the way it should be. And I remember um, I've oftentimes suffered with letting people go and I've ne- I never want to let people go and I never want to I never I hate confrontation and I don't want to I don't want to um end friendships on a bad term or cut people off and my therapist worked with me and I work and I was able to implement boundaries one of the first lessons that I learned in therapy was boundaries how to how to implement boundaries, positive boundaries for my life and how those boundaries um, created, how those boundaries influenced my friendships moving forward. Um, And I must say, it was incredible. I was able to not only nip that friendship in the bud where it was, but also now I'm on a journey of like rediscovering that friendship based on the, the boundaries that I've set forth. And I'm and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. Um but I won't lie, therapy alone didn't help me. Um I also suffered with severe sleep apnea, which I found out last November. Um, actually, I'm, I did the test in November, the sleep study in November, and I got the results in April, um, which is, uh, I can't even get into how difficult, incredibly difficult that journey was, um, and frustrating to wait three months to know that I had severe sleep apnea, with, which is the highest you can be, um, and now I'm on, um, I have an APAP machine, um, or CPAP machine for those who are familiar, and I've been able to rectify the issues of sleep, and I'm getting better sleep. Um, however, before that, I also experienced my depression wasn't going away. I was tired all the time, and I was, I was getting, I was, I would go to bed, and and that had to do with a CPAP me as well. But um, before getting the results with sleep having to wait three months for my results for, for the sleep apnea was really really bad um i had begun to have daily mental fog and fatigue and memory loss and and just irritability and just always on edge and fatigued and tired um and i remember talking to my doctor at my breaking point it was it was this day that i was at my absolute end my wits end i i wasn't able to function at work i was debating quitting my job and leaving everything behind because i was incredibly 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 tired um And I remember going to my doctor's office and talking to him about it. And I was placed on on medication and antidepressants, um, which is hard to talk about. I still haven't told my family that I'm taking antidepressants um, because it's mental health in in the black community is, is, is so, so taboo, so taboo. Um, People, especially as a black, Caribbean Jamaican male, you know, mental health is seen as this, as you know, you're you're not as if, as if you're you're less than you're not worthy, and you're supposed to take it to the Lord in prayer, or you're supposed to you're supposed to push through, and you're supposed to be a man and be strong, and it is hard. Um, it was hard, and it is still hard. Um, 
I but I'm, I'm, I'm going off track but just to talk about mental health a little bit more um, my own journey in mental health is is up and down I have good days I have bad days I'm still on my medication on a very low dose with my CPAP machine with therapy and with with um, doing the work and and trying to you know implement the things that I've learned through therapy daily um, it's a difficult journey you know um, and today and I want to talk about some stuff that has happened to me over the years um, some of the things that you know, intersectionality is something that I talk about a lot in my my friendships and what it, and and what it means to be black, gay, queer, you know, and gender nonconforming. Um, it's hard. It is hard. I I want to and I'm I'm going to talk more. I'm going to talk about that more in coming podcasts. I'm going to talk about. I want to do one an episode about. I want to do an episode about mental health in the gay community, in the black gay community. I want to do an episode about about representation in the black gay community here in Toronto, where I live. Um, and so, I it, it's a lot to talk about. It's a lot to talk about, and I I have the time. I have the time. Um, I have the time to talk about it. But yes, um, so we're. I'm. I'm. I can't wait. I can't wait to start having these conversations. It's the start. I want to have guests come on and and talk a little bit more about these issues. Um, some of these folks are friends of mine um, that I've known for a number of years. Um, some of the friends that I have, I've had the most incredible conversations with. I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful for those friendships. And, you know, I can't wait for you, for you guys to meet them. Um, I just realized I started this podcast and did not tell you guys a little bit about myself Uh, but I can do that now so to end the podcast I'm going to take you on a journey about me um, as a whole Um, so like I said my name is Nikoi Davis I'm a community worker I work for a non-profit organization here in Toronto um, a non-profit queer organization I work for um, Pride Toronto um, I'm an office manager um, and I which is and I one of my part of my duties is community outreach and I'll talk about that in upcoming podcast about the incredible difficulty of being a community outreach person working in community outreach and how that impacts your life and mental health and the issues you go through working working getting con- constant critique and criticism from you know community on a whole um it can be incredibly toxic um i want to talk about that too um um, I'm 29 years old. I live in, like I said, Toronto, Canada. I was born in Jamaica in a little town called Lionel Town in the parish of Clarendon, Jamaica. Um, I lived there until I was about five years old and I moved to, I've lived also in Antigua and St. Martin. Um, and I live in, I've lived in Canada now for, I'll be here six years, six incredible years this June. Um, and I've, you know, been a part of the gay community, coming out and being myself. I've always been out. And there are, you know, people ask me, when did you come out? And I'm just like, you know, I, I never think, I, I never thought I was in the closet. Um, there were times in my life where I've had to hit, hide 
myself but I wasn't really good at that um so for me I it's about living in your truth and I've been doing that for a number of years uh, for about the past 10 10 years now 10 12 years a long time um and I am incredibly grateful I'm incredibly grateful to live in this country but also I also know there's a lot of work that needs to be done in this country when it comes to racism and anti-black racism to be precise and the things that like that I that I've experienced um being us I'm gonna talk I want to do an episode about where I talk about the cultural shock when you move to this country and you discover that racism and bias uh the deeper systematic racism exists on a deeper level in this country in North America in Canada on a whole um so those are some of the things I want to talk about on this podcast um yeah I want to talk about turned in 30 and how that feels in a couple of months in december i turned 30 and i i've been incredibly anxious about it but also excited um and so um i can't wait to talk about that more um talk i want to talk about friendships i want to talk about love and loss i want to talk about relationships and fear of relationships that i have and the issues that i struggle with daily um and i want to talk about joy i want to talk about the happy days of my life the happy moments um there's so much to talk about. My first pride, you know, my first adventures. Um, we're gonna do story times. And so yeah, um I can't wait to start the journey. I'm on this journey, I'm here and I can't believe it. Um so yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. I will be doing this every I wanna say every weekend I wanna upload a new episode. Um it's funny because I'm I've realized that since I've been on the podcast now for 17 minutes actually I feel so much more comfortable I started off super awkward um but I want to do like I was saying I want to do a new episode every weekend I don't know if that's going to be every Friday or Saturday or Sunday but every weekend um yeah today's Friday so maybe it's going to be every Friday um thank you thank you for listening in and see you next week